Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you reflect on what it means to be your authentic self. I am excited to share this conversation with you this week because this guest story is so unique and I had a great time talking with her. This week's guest is Sierra Marie Bon, who is the founder of the organization Let's Go Full Steam Ahead, which is devoted to raising awareness about careers in STEAM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Sierra is especially committed to encouraging young women to pursue STEAM careers through her organization, and she is also a pageant queen who has won multiple titles and scholarships. So, before I tell you too much... Let's get started with this episode featuring Sierra Marie Bon. Well, hello, I am Sierra Marie Bon. I am a first-generation college graduate. I graduated from Wichita State, uh, Wichita State University with a degree in engineering technology. And I didn't know that I wanted to go into engineering when I started college. I um, actually had no idea that girls could be engineers, to be frank. I, I didn't know it was an option um, for someone like me who enjoyed wearing makeup and getting dressed up and advocating for social causes and wearing high heels at the same time. Um, I didn't think, I thought engineers were just the Sheldon Coopers of the world or the Bill Nye, the science guys. And as cool as Bill Nye is, I don't want to discredit him. He's fantastic. I just didn't see myself reflected by him. And so I didn't know that engineering was for me until I started to be encouraged by women in engineering and I started to see role models and I started to know that that could be an option for me. And I kind of just took it and ran with it. And it took me quite a long time to graduate with my my engineering degree. Um, it didn't come naturally to me in some ways. I, some parts, the problem solving, the empathy, the human design, that came naturally. But the I don't know, the hardcore math and sciences, the sitting for hours in a room studying, that did not come naturally to me. And so it was a bit of a struggle, but I believe that anyone can be anything they want to be with enough perseverance and, and encouragement. So very grateful to have graduated with an engineering degree. And part of that experience um, led me to create my nonprofit, Let's Go Full Steam Ahead. So that's what I do now. I, I facilitate and manage my nonprofit, working to resolve the inequity and underrepresentation in STEAM fields, as well as empower individuals of all ages to develop the critical thinking skills and collaboration skills needed to advance them in their personal and professional lives through STEAM education, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So that's what I get to do every day. I really love my job. But on a, on a fun note, I also participate in the Miss America organization. And as the largest scholarship provider of young women, I earned uh, $13,000 in counting, I think, to pursue my education as a first-generation college student. Um, so that's something that I, I get to fold in my advocacy, my passion for wearing high heels and makeup, um, and my, my drive for making the world a better place for others. And it all comes into one neat little package, which is me. <laughs> I love that so much. And that was a great introduction. I'm so glad that we get to talk about all of these different projects that you're working on. So I'd love for you to get started by telling me a little bit more about your work with Let's Go Full Steam Ahead. You explained it a bit, but can you tell me more about the background of the organization and what you're working on now? Give me the full scoop on that project. 
Well, thank you. I, uh, I actually started my program, my nonprofit, because of an epic failure, <laughs> um, which I think is something that most most people can relate to. Failure happens every day, and it's it's what we choose to do with it, right? We can't let it defeat us. It's what we choose to turn it into something good. Um, and so I had actually um, failed some classes. I was struggling academically. I had applied for, I think, the biggest internship of, that I could see. It was like the best internship for me. It had all the things I wanted. It was going to propel me. I could see myself 10 years in the future after I got this internship. I was so thrilled. It took, I think, six months to go through the internship process. And I got to the very final round and I got rejected. I was devastated. Clearly, I was devastated. I had built six months plus my entire academic career leading to this moment. And I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I didn't know what I was going to do because in my mind at that moment, I was hinging my entire future on this one internship. And I frankly couldn't figure out how to proceed. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, and which is a little dramatic in retrospect, but it, it really was a hard moment. And I was actually um, crying to my mom uh, in a back corner booth at a local deli trying to figure out what I was going to do. And we just sat down and we were like, hey, if I can't get an internship, my dream internship, why don't I just make one? Um, so I wrote down all the things that I was passionate about, all the things that I was interested in, my involvement in college and in high school. I wrote down different moments that stuck out to me. Um, I, I kind of equate it to, um, what's, that, what's that movie, the Pixar, Disney Pixar movie with the little emotions? Um, oh, that out. Yes, inside out. So, you know, like core memories, <laughs> I essentially wrote down core memories and I was like, what is important to me? What makes me who I am? Um, and a couple different things would pop up and spoiler alert, they're all related to STEAM education. <laughs> but I had this one memory and it was a relatively recent memory in that moment. A couple months prior, I had been volunteering as a Lego Mindstorms coach inside a third through fifth grade classroom. And so Lego Mindstorms is an, a chance for, for kids of all ages, really, to experience those engineering concepts like physics and coding and mathematics and all sorts of fun stuff through the power of play. So you're building robots with Legos, which is fun for everyone. And it was my very first class that I was volunteering in. I just met all the, all the kids and there were Legos scattered across the classroom floor. And at the end of class, when we're cleaning up, one little girl came up to me. Her name, her name was Mia. And she looked at me and she said, are you, are you an engineer? And I said, yes, I'm an engineering student. I, I want to be an engineer when I grow up. And she looks at me and she pauses. And I can see like a little quizzical look across her face. And she thinks for a moment and she says, does that mean that I can be an engineer too? And in that moment, I um, was trying to fight back tears as I'm like, yes, Mia, you can be anything that you want to be an engineer, a scientist, whatever you want. Absolutely, you can do it. And I realized in that moment, as I'm fighting back tears, that what Sally Ride, the first American female astronaut in space said was true. You can't be what you can't see. And it was because of my moment getting to be a a young woman, a girl facilitating an engineering lesson in her classroom that she could realize that she could be an engineer. And that was something that I didn't get to have. And it wasn't until that moment that I realized how important empowering the next generation is for 
recognizing their own potential to thrive in STEAM fields. And so as I was sitting crying in this um, deli corner booth with my mom, I remembered that moment and it was so impactful to me. And all of these like emotions, all these core memories, all of these thoughts uh, were rolling around in my head. And I actually, I got up to go to the restroom and as I was washing my hands, uh, just, you know, those thoughts that just pop in your head and you're like, where did you come from? Um, that was what happened as I was washing my hands, the phrase, let's go full steam ahead popped in my brain. And I literally was taken aback. I was like, I, that was not my, that was not mine. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it and I went and I wrote it down and I just started writing a whole outline for what eventually would become Let's Go Full Steam Ahead, the organization. And that's how Let's Go Full Steam Ahead was born is just looking at one, the struggles I was facing, um, figuring out what I was going to do with my life, but also recognizing the passion and how I wanted to make an impact in my community in the things that I was already doing, right? Like I didn't dream up a whole new project. I looked and reflected and saw this is what I'm already doing and this is what I love to do and there's a need. So let's move forward with that and see what happens. And so now that was in July, 2018. So now I, um, <laughs> we are a full nonprofit. We, I've written a children's book to help fund our cause. So all the funds that Let's Go Full Steam Ahead runs off of is through the Innovators book, which is about women in history who have made positive contributions to STEAM. Um, it also funds a scholarship program. We've just awarded our very first scholarship uh, this year. And the books are part of a one-to-one -one initiative. So when someone purchases a book, one gets donated, a matching one gets donated to a school or community library. And for the holiday season, we just got a grant that um, donates just blanket coverage books to every fourth grader in my hometown, plus the district next door to us. So um, it's a chance, fourth grade is a, a really critical age and it's something that we focus on at Let's Go Full Steam Ahead because fourth grade is the time that, well, one, young girls start to lose their confidence in science and math and technology. And they, they don't actually lose any ability, they just lose the confidence. And we see it in, in young boys too. You see them start to lose confidence in reading and creative arts. And it's a really critical age, fourth grade. And they, again, don't lose any ability. It's just the confidence, whether it's math anxiety that they start to develop or um, start to lose confidence in their reading skills. But when we can make an impact in fourth grade, we can change the entire trajectory of their future. Maybe not all of them want to be engineers, right? Like we all have different paths in life, but we can all benefit from a well-rounded education. And that's what Let's Go Full Steam Ahead focuses on. And it's um, not really a day-to-day -day because I know everything different is, is going on every day. Um, like today, for example, I'm hanging out with you, Zooming. Um, and tomorrow I'm going to be advocating at different science museums and getting to see things across the country to see how we can fold that into to Let's Go Full Steam Ahead. So it's a it's an interesting process. I never imagined myself, first off as an engineer, second off as a published author, third of all, a CEO of a nonprofit, right? Um, these are all, all journeys that I found myself along the way. Um, that's been super exciting and, and something that I wish everyone would take on. Maybe not, again, my exact journey, but journey of their own to discover themselves and see how they can make the world a better place.
Thank you for telling me that story. And I'm so glad that you had that realization that led to the creation of Let's Go Full Steam Ahead. It's so great. And I would love to know more now about your pageant career, because I think it's such an interesting part of your story, as there's generally such a stigma that goes along with pageants. So can you tell me some about how pageantry fits into your life and fits into the work that you're doing as well? Yeah, yeah. So I think you're right. There is this huge stigma that goes along with with pageantry. And um, I'll, I'll admit it myself. I thought Miss America was just like toddlers and tiaras, right? Like I didn't know before I got involved what it consisted of. And so um, for, for those of you who aren't aware of the Miss America organization, it is the largest scholarship provider to young women in the world. And so it makes accessible education, which is something that a lot of us are looking for. And as for me, as a first-generation college student, the daughter of a single mother, um, I, I didn't know how I was going to pay for school. I had no idea um, how to afford college, how to navigate the college life, um, anything. So it was an opportunity for me to get involved in something that could help me grow into the best version of myself. Um, I did start uh, pageantry, I, I got involved with a, a local festival competition. So um, this is very typical. Like if you see uh, a cute little like pudding on Netflix with Jennifer Aniston, um, that movie, it's a very local like hometown pride. You get on stage and you do a pageant. Um, that's basically what I participated in when I was 13 because it was the thing for young ladies in the community to do. And my mom signed me up and I was kicking and screaming and I didn't want to go. Um, and I ended up losing and I'm a little competitive. Um, so after losing, I was like, I'm never doing that again. Um, but when I was 15, I realized, hey, I want to go to college. That's a goal of mine. I have no idea how we're going to afford it. I should start looking at scholarships. And I remember that pageant thing. I was like, okay, I'll try it one more time. We'll see if I can earn a scholarship or two. And I don't know, we'll just go from there. And part of the uh, competition is that you have a social cause that you advocate for. So at that time, it was called a platform. Now it's called a social impact initiative. And that's part of, that's something that you carry through the entire phases of competition. So you have a, a 10 minute private interview and you talk to the, ju the judges, the panel of judges about your social impact initiative, about the community advocacy that you're doing, about your academic and career goals, all the things that make you, you. And you get to share that on stage, not only with the panel of judges, but with the audience. So after your private interview, you do the onstage portion. So there's an onstage question. Um, there is a social impact pitch where you pretty much have 90 seconds, a minute or so to fully just pitch Shark Tank style your social impact initiative and share what you're passionate about, your plans moving forward. Um, I like to think of it of, as a chance for the audience that you're talking to, to invest in what you're doing and to fold them in and get them involved. And that's my favorite phase of competition aside from interview. And then there's the talent competition, which sets the Miss America organization apart from other um, similar organizations where it's a chance to, to bring in your personality and share um, something that you're talented in. And it can be anything, you know, the traditional singing or dancing. Um, last night we had, I'm actually at Miss America right now. Um, we had a drummer on stage perform. We had a couple monologues and original poets do slam poetry. And we've had cloggers and um, flautists and all sorts of things. So our current Miss America, who's about to give up her title, actually did a science demonstration. So she folded in the fact that she's a pharmacy student wanting to become a, a PharmD. 
Um, and she did a science experiment on stage and took the world by storm, completely went viral. And it was fantastic because it was unique and it showcased her personality. Um, so those are, the, those are the phases of competition. And when I was 15, I realized, yeah, I think I could do this. I, I play the violin in school. And at the time I was in Girl Scouts working toward my gold award. And I was like, yeah, that could be my, that could be my social impact initiative, my social cause I'm very passionate about encouraging young girls to, to make a difference in their communities. And I competed and I won at 15. And again, I said I was competitive earlier. The fact that I won <laughs> made it even worse because I was like, oh yeah, I can do this, right? Um, this is something that I wanna do. So I found that creative and competitive outlet and an opportunity. I actually earned uh, 15 credit hours um, free to attend at my local community college at 15. So I was able to start my college journey early for free um, started taking classes, my my college English courses, um, calculus classes at Butler Community College um, in my hometown. And that really started the journey for me, understanding where I was going to go in the future. I didn't know what it looked like, but I really loved being an advocate. I really loved making a difference. And I really wanted to become my best self. And this pageant world that I found myself in really was the perfect culmination of all of those things. And so when I was 15, 16, and 17, I continued to participate and rack up a couple thousand dollars in scholarship. And then when I came to college, I, I needed to take a break. Um, it, I needed to focus on my school. I needed to figure out what I was doing with my life, like we talked about earlier. Um, and so pageantry at that moment didn't quite fit in, in in what I was doing, but it was still a passion. I still enjoyed watching it on TV, um, but I, I took some time off. And it wasn't until that that failure of, of you not know, getting that internship, which turned into let's go full steam ahead, that um, I actually made another decision to change my major, my college major. And I, I call it my quarter life crisis, all of these things that I was going on at, at the time, but, you know, got rejected from an internship, didn't know what I was doing, uh, changed my college major, freaking out about life, um, but everything turns out how it's supposed to, right? Um, so I had um, been thinking about let's go full steam ahead. And I'd written that outline and I had become very passionate about it. And I was trying to figure out when I changed my college major, how I was going to pay for those additional classes. Because again, still first generation college student, still just trying to get by. I was, I was actually working five part-time jobs at that time to pay for school. And I needed to figure out something more sustainable because it's really hard to work five uh, part-time jobs and go to school full-time and be active and start a new passion project. Uh, not, not the most sustainable method. Um, so I, I thought about the things that I was involved in again, and I remembered the Miss America organization. And at that moment, I was like, wait a minute, I have this social impact initiative starting. I have a passion for my academic and career goals. I want to better myself. And this place gives out some pretty solid scholarships. Maybe I should get involved again. Um, so I, I jumped back in. I competed in a local competition, which fed into the state competition, which in turn leads to Miss America. And I won my, my first local title, Miss Augusta. And I so far, um, that was in 2018, in fall of 2018. So let's go full scene ahead started in July of that year. Um, so in by October or so, I was Miss Augusta. I had earned another $1,000 in scholarships to pay for my, my school that year. 
I was elated. <laughs> and um, I kept working on Let's Go Full Steam Ahead and I kept working towards my goals and I got to do it while wearing a, a shiny crown and sash and making an impact in my community. And so now, um, what is that, three years later in 2021, I've held a couple different titles since then and I'm working, I'm actually in the final age category. So I'll age out this year from the Smith organization. But in that time, I've earned almost 13000 over $13,000 in scholarships that have paid for my engineering education. And I get to serve as a role model to empower others to say, hey, whatever that dream in your heart is, whatever you want to be when you grow up, whether that's a scientist or an artist or an astronaut or Miss America, whatever it is, you can do it. And here are some resources to help you receive a well-rounded education, to help you develop critical thinking skills that are so necessary, collaboration skills that are so necessary to succeed. And you can do it. And I'm here to cheer you on. And here's some role models that you can look up to. Here's here's a whole bunch of stuff. I'm so excited to see you follow your journey. And that's kind of how, how Let's Go Full Steam Ahead has continued to grow, how my pageant journey has folded in. It's, it's really been a, a whirlwind, nothing that I ever could have planned. They're just opportunities that doors got opened and I got to take advantage of them. And I really encourage everyone to think about what they're doing in their lives that could help them become the best version of themselves or could help them in personal and professional development. Because every everything you involve yourself in, it's your choice to get the most out of it, whatever you want to get out. So if you can join a professional development organization. You could take part in like Toastmasters and develop your public speaking skills or um, whatever it is, right? They're all the same idea. It depends on what package you put on the outside of it. And for me, that just happens to be the Miss America organization. And it's been absolutely critical in my development. And I encourage everyone to find something, their passion project, their talents, their skills. How do they make the world a better place? I love the advice that you shared at the end of that story, and I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more advice now. So, of course, you were inspiring so many young people to follow their dreams and pursue career paths that they may not have realized were possible. And lots of young people, particularly college students, high school students, want to make a difference like you are, but they may not know how or maybe where to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Absolutely. So, I think my number one biggest piece of advice is to be yourself authentically and to reflect on what that means. So in my case, I sat down and I thought about those, those core memories that we talked about earlier. I, I looked and I reflected what made an impact on me as a kid, as a um, high schooler, as a college student, what made me me and how could I continue being my authentic self? as I worked towards my goals, as I worked to make an impact. Um, and so my biggest, my biggest advice is to learn about yourself, put yourself in situations that you can figure out what you like, what you don't like, what you're passionate about, um, different opportunities to grow. I, I, I believe that growing sometimes happens in the hardest places, right? And it's our challenge by choice that helps us develop and become the best versions of ourselves. So put yourself out there, try new things, learn about what makes you, you. And in turn, when you learn and when you grow, make an impact on others to help them on their journeys. And it doesn't matter what that looks like, right? Like you'll find what sparks your heart somewhere along the journey. It's not for me to tell you. It's not for a book to tell you. It's not for a TED talk to tell you. It's something that you find. 
So think about the things you're already doing, the things that already spark joy and that you already can say, yeah, planting this community garden with my friends really helped feed uh, the homeless and the underserved populations in our community. And that made my heart explode, right? That's something that you can turn if you want into something bigger and bigger and grow it and find your aha moment and find that time to grow into the best version of yourself and develop the world around you into the place that you'd like to see it, right? Like what's that Gandhi quote, be the change, right? (laughs) That's the name of the podcast. I didn't even mean to do that, Um, but be the change that you wish to see in the world. It really is finding that moment and that spark in your heart um, by, by learning about yourself and being the most authentic you, you can be. I am so glad that I got to talk with Sierra because I think she has so much wisdom and great advice to share. I want to take a moment to really emphasize Sierra's advice about taking time to reflect because as other guests have mentioned on this podcast, it is so easy to get caught up in the work that you're doing and then you don't take the time to slow down and check in with yourself. You should feel as though you're serving your authentic self with the work you're doing and that reflection process takes time. So Follow Sierra's lead and, of course, the influence from inside out and think about core memories and emotions. Take time to process them because change comes when you reflect on what it means to be your authentic self. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Sierra on Instagram at Sierra Marie Bon, and that's with two N's, and you can learn more about Let's Go Full Steam Ahead from the link in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.